Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Hey, I'm here for the big show. This guy... Todd, did he make you laugh? He's funny. Yes, amusing sometimes. It's kind of a big show. Okay, boys, hit it. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me now, 937-457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIM. This is Les Nesman, your man on the scene here at the Pinedale Shopping Center where the excitement is mounting. We're here to witness the big WKRD Turkey Thanksgiving giveaway. And I think I hear something now. Oh, yes, I can see it now. It's a, it's a helicopter. The copter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's a, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver plummeting to the earth from only 2,000 feet into the air. The third. There's no parachutes yet. tuned in, the Pinedale Shopping Mall has just been bombed with live turkeys. Film at 11. Scott is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. It is the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7, and it was on this date in 1978 that the city of Cincinnati was bombarded by live turkeys. At least on WKRP. Oh, I always look forward to this year or this day every year. Really, one of the early influences in my life to go into radio. I thought, man, oh man, I know it's just a TV show, but they're just having fun. Oh, wow. That was a dark day. Cincinnati. Well, have you hit the road yet? Are you listening to my voice right now and you're trying to get out of town? Love to know where you're going. How far are you traveling? Uh, I think uh, Ron Otto had a story. He said uh, the average American, probably what, about 50 miles away. That's where they're traveling. And right now, this afternoon, is the worst time to hit the road. So if you're uh, heading out somewhere and you want to share, 937-457-1290. Uh, also, of course, uh, Friday is Black Friday. Uh, I have to be honest, I haven't gone out shopping on a Black Friday, and I can't tell you how long, maybe 10 plus years. I generally just stay home. I know my wife has gone out a few times. Uh, my mom, my sister, they would go out. A few years, I think my mom and sister were even out on Thanksgiving night. 
Uh, I've not done that. I used to go out to the malls on Friday uh, when I worked at another radio station in town because we'd always do our morning show out there because the malls would open early and there were a lot of people and it was a great place to be seen. Uh, that ended, though, when I was accosted by a listener. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy story. We were set up. We were doing our show. And uh, we were outside of Spencer's, Spencer Gifts, right? And uh, they had they'd sort of arranged it so all of the folks in the store, like all the, all the different businesses, they could bring us something um, and we would talk about it on the show. So, you know, if, if you're at the Disney store, we're going to bring you this giant Mickey Mouse. You can talk about this giant Mickey Mouse and hopefully inspire people to go to the Disney store and buy this giant Mickey Mouse. Well... Spencer's gave us incense. So, and this was before, you know, people were uh, concerned uh, really about uh, smoking or the anything in the mall. You know what I'm talking about. So anyway, we, we light these incense up and we're right in the middle of a break. And this guy, this little uh, twerp comes up and just starts yelling at me because we have the incense burning there at our table. He's in line about three stores down, and it's bothering his sinuses. So, of course, he, he, he puts it out. And we're just sort of uh, startled by this. Like, who would do that? Who would do that? So we lit it back up. Right? And then he came in and did it again. And next thing you know, security was involved. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not, I am not going out into the crazy world of Black Friday ever again, especially to do a broadcast. That's just, uh, it's just nuts. And uh, as time has gone on and people have become crankier and, uh, you know, uh, unhinged, now you just forget it. Just forget it. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. It's either the lines or it's the traffic. Oh, we got uh, Ron Otto. What's going on, Ron? Speaking of traffic, we oh. are still in red alert. Yes, we are. What's yep. happening? So the right lane is closed around uh, this is, let me see here. This is in Sydney. That accident we had this afternoon with the semi-truck got wedged underneath the uh, bridge there uh, in, on 75 southbound. They have the right lane closed there, but that's still really slow. You've got a slowdown at airport access on 70, and a disabled vehicle has southbound 75 slowed. This is looking like a 25-minute delay, but I'm, I'm not sure about all that. But you're talking just past 70 down toward almost Wagner Ford Road. So, right, uh, and of course, yeah. people are trying to get out of town, and they're trying to pass through Dayton and go to wherever they're going, over Apparently the river and once. through the hills. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, wait, yeah. well, I got you. Can I ask you a question? Sure. So last night, my wife and I were uh, discussing our Thanksgiving uh, plans tomorrow. Her whole family is coming to our house. Hmm. And we have a niece that is 20. And this is the first year she's being asked. And actually, she volunteered. Okay. Uh, she, called, she called Mary and said, hey, what can I bring? Which we thought was really cool that she volunteered to bring something. Um. But Mary said, you know, this is kind of at that age at 20 is when uh, you start getting assigned food to bring to Thanksgiving. Okay. Right? You, you get those responsible years you start getting yeah, into. That's right. And, that's right. Know. Prior to that, prior to that, you just show up. Right? right. Well, we had this conversation last night. And then this morning on Facebook, I see WHIO TV's Taylor Robertson. She's a, a kind of a newer a reporter. And she, she posted on Facebook, she's heading out on her Thanksgiving trip, and this is the first year 
that she's being asked to bring food. Mm -hmm. Now, she's 24. Hmm. And I'm curious uh, if this is a discussion that people have. It's like, when do we start asking the nieces or the nephews to bring food to the event? Like, at what point do you have to start earning your keep? Hmm. You've been mooching off uh, off of us all your life as a kid. Uh, now, now it's time to pay back. Yeah. Now you got to start bringing, bringing, uh, something to the, uh, to the, to the show. So did you ever get hit with that? Like, or is that just something that kind of happens? And I hate to sound sexist here, but is that a, is that like a, a thing that women are asked to bring? Uh, it was one in my younger days. It was. Okay. And so right. I, I, either that or nobody trusted me to bring anything. Yeah, yeah well, that's the other it could thing. be. We, 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 we know we've seen Ron's uh, bachelor pad. and uh, Yeah, bring, you know, bring, bring flatware, Ron. Bring, bring, bring flatware. <laughs> bring, yeah. bring something prepackaged, like a bag of chips. <laughs> a bag of ice. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, Can't right, mess right, that right. one up. But see, I, I do kind of think that that, I don't recall ever having someone say, hey, Todd, you're, you're coming to this uh, dinner. Mm-hmm. Bring something. Well, here's here's the part of the etiquette part, right? Right. You get invited to Thanksgiving, and then if you're a cool dude, you will say, "Do I need to bring anything?" Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, you volunteer it, it yourself, kinda, right? Right. And you know? I and I and I used to do that, but invariably it was like, "Oh no, we got it, we got it, we got it." You know, you don't need to worry about it. Yeah. So I just wonder if that's kind of a a, a thing that maybe generally. Women are asked when they're younger. In this case, uh, Taylor, you know, she's 24. And mm-hmm. uh, my case, my niece is 20. She's living on her own. Okay. And she's, you know, she's bringing a bag of rolls. Mm. So, all right. I, you know, I'm just curious. It, it depends people... on the family, too. I mean, you know, some people are like, some people don't want anybody to bring anything in because maybe they're control freaks and they want to, you know, yeah. be, be yeah. in charge of everything that gets passed out there. Right. And, here, and here's something else. And this is... This is a touchy subject um, with uh, with families, mm-hmm. and I sort of you know alluded to your you know what your bachelor pad may have looked like, and I was just joking, of course. I don't I didn't know you then, mm. but not everybody keeps the cleanest of houses and and in kitchens, sure. right? And you you might know this about a relative, you might not know this about a relative, but mm-hmm. if if you do know that they're they're kind of living in a pigsty right do you specifically say we don't want you bringing anything uh, we, wow. we are really yeah. concerned about the quality and the toxicity of your food that you've made in your dirty kitchen and eh, just and, don't worry about it yeah how do you approach that too you yeah. know because you yeah, don't yeah. want old uh, dirty uncle ron going over there that's to the right. house with that's some right. lasagna or that's something, right you know? that's right that's right I've how, got how this do i approach this big tray of lasagna i made it myself yeah you're like you don't, oh don't eat uncle okay. ron's brownies for can goodness you, sake can you, you know? can you go we'll just keep that out on the deck <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh, there's just no room in here for that's that. Right. We got to set right. it out there. That's right. <laughs> but see, that's a very touchy subject. Yeah. You know, uh, asking people to bring food and telling people not to bring food. Mm. Don't. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You don't have to. Yeah, I like your idea. Just big a bring a big bag of ice. <laughs> you napkins. can't screw that up. That's right. Or napkins. <laughs> exactly. Cutlery. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, Ron. Well, are you doing anything for uh, Thanksgiving? People coming to your house? You going somewhere? What's the deal? Uh, going to the in-laws tomorrow. 
All so, right. So, uh, yeah, they, they've got it. And I've been told to bring, you know, we, we we were told to bring ice cream. That's it. Ice cream? Yeah. Oh, they must be having a lot of pies. Uh, yes. Some sort of a la mode. You're bringing the mode. Yes. I think she's making a couple of pies or whatever, and they're like, uh, bring in the vanilla bean ice cream. So Excellent. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. All right. Well, uh, have a terrific Thanksgiving, Ron. Thank you. You too. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. The doctor who testified that Todd was a sociopath never even met him. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny, on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7. Somebody just asked me on the live stream if I do any of the cooking on Thanksgiving. The answer is no. Uh, I can cook. There are some dishes that I've done, but my wife really enjoys doing it. I, I help if she asks, but uh, not generally. And uh, one person joked that I use the smoke detector as the timer, which I think is uh, pretty clever. So thank you for that. Uh, 937-457-1290. EJ, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on? How so- are you? To restound a couple of your points, the first being, you know, whenever we went to Thanksgiving dinner, like all the basics are taken care of. Right. But everybody was kind of a potluck thing, and you brought what your specialty was. It didn't matter if you're male or female, you know, something that you had become known for in the family. Oh, what did you become known for? Nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> but <laughs> you should have said I a know. case of Miller Lite or something. <laughs> And, you know, that was pretty common, you know, for us to bring our own drinks yeah. or everybody bring a dessert. But it always came the thing, you know, hey, where's Aunt Mary so-and-so? You know, yeah. did, did Grandma make her cookies? Did so-and-so make this? You right, know? right. And, and then your second point, you know, it's like mom would always say or grandma would always say, hey, I'm not sure who brought that. Uh, you know, not sure whose kitchen that came from. Or did so-and-so made this. You might want to avoid that. So that, that, that was the thing that did happen. Yeah, but see, it, 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 it's unfortunate that you just can't have the, the conversation with that person and say, look, we appreciate your enthusiasm, but leave your toxic sludge at home. <laughs> don't, right. we, don't, right. we don't want it. We don't want to die. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we don't want to get sick. This is not, you know, we love you, but, yeah, you know, leave, 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 <laughs> leave, leave the, uh, the slaw at home or whatever, you know. Exactly right. All right. Well, EJ, you have a terrific uh, Thanksgiving. Okay, buddy? You too, friend. What am I listening to now? What is this? The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. It's a radio show. It's entertainment. Fill it up. T-O. Double D. H. Double L. S-T. I can remember that. Locally grown. Seriously funny. I'm puzzled by the whole thing. On WHIO. Don't give me that politics jazz. It's not my racket. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. Everyone just relax, all right? The problems of the world are not in my department. No, who would like a cookie? It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Love to eat turkey. I love you. 
it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat. So good. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. That's right. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7. By request, Adam Sandler. And his Thanksgiving turkey song. There are a number of uh, Thanksgiving-related songs. We've been playing them on the air. Maybe I should just scrap everything else that I had planned tonight and play play Thanksgiving-related songs. I remember a couple years ago, we had a conversation, and I was... uh, I was sort of lamenting the fact that there really aren't any good Thanksgiving songs. And I was reminded that uh, Over the River and Through the Woods to to Grandma's House We Go is actually a song written for Thanksgiving. It's not a Christmas song. Uh, And that's uh, that's true. But we did find a bunch of others, uh, you know, uh, Thanksgiving songs. Uh, For example, well, let's just play. Let's play this one. This one's a popular one on the show. Then the rap. I stick a straw in the gravy bowl. Yeah, I'ma eat a dozen dinner rolls. Chicken, chicken, pants on. That's how I roll. No judgment here, no judgment here. Grandpa's passed out, passing gas, but we got pumpkin <laughs> candles burning just for that. Someone brought up politics, now everybody's mad. But you can't be mad when the whole world's singing. Gobble, gobble one, gobble, gobble two. Come on, gobble, gobble. See, I mean, this is great. Upbeat, it's fun. You get to say gobble, gobble. And I like this one. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, more butter. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, more butter. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, more butter. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. 
space, 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 space. On Thanksgiving Day, I think it's pretty true. Us guys can't make it, make it like we're supposed to do. The dining room, 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 we have no taste. We put all the wrong forks in all the wrong places. I see the magazines with all the recipes. My daughter, she could make it, but me? Daddy, please. So mommy hands me this and says you gotta sop till every inch of it is perfect from the bottom to the top. And so I'm all about that base, about that base, more butter. I'm all about that base, about that base, more butter. I'm all about that base, about that base, more butter. I'm all about that base, about that base. And then there's this, uh, this beautiful piece of work. An original here on the Evening Edge. I love your yams. They're the greatest of all. Your potatoes ain't bad, but what I really want is your yams. Your yams are so sweet. I can't help salivate. So pass me the bowl. I want to fill up my plate with your yams. So tasty by far. I hope your husband don't mind. I want to bury my face in your yams. Your yams are so nice. I can't get enough. The more helpings I get, I fall deeper in love with your yams. Yams. We've got a Florida man story. Oh, my. ODing on silly parodies. Florida man is always ambitious. Uh, so this is a uh, this is a great Florida man, uh, and it's one of those stories uh, that has a couple of uh, elements that sort of appeal to me because one, it's Florida man, uh, and two, it's a Florida man violating one of my hard fast rules. That's right, using food as a weapon. Uh, Tampa, Florida man was arrested after cops say he threw Oreos at his wife because she didn't refill refill an empty coffee maker. Uh, Cops say the 70-year-old man became aggressive during the argument over the coffee maker uh, and made his wife fall when he threw an open package of Oreos at her and hit her in the chest. Assault with a deadly Oreo. Uh, the Florida man then reportedly, well, yeah, he tried to choke the woman while she was on the ground. Uh, though cops say no obvious injuries appeared on the woman, but he was charged with felony domestic battery on a person 65 years or older, according to the police report. So, yes, I believe that uh, food ought not be used as a weapon ever, ever. However. I was thinking, after I read this story, if you were going to use a cookie as a weapon, what cookie would be the best choice? And I spent, oh, I don't know, a good 45 minutes (laughs) researching cookies and trying to figure out if I found myself, let's say, in some sort of uh, altercation at a bakery. And there was a wide variety of cookies there available 
that I could use to defend myself, what would they be? I came up with the top five list. Give me five, man. I'll give you five. You're at number five. We're talking about five. There's five, sir. I'll give you five. Five chubby digits. Now, I am certainly uh, opening this up for discussion. If you have uh, an idea or a suggestion as far as a cookie goes, 937-457-1290. All right, so uh, here's here's where my thoughts uh, were today. Number five on my list, and this is from, uh, you know, from good to the best, five to one, okay? Uh, number five, peanut butter blossoms. Now, those are the, the cookies with the Hershey Kiss in the middle. And my thought was, is that that sharp point on the kiss really could prove deadly. You could put an eye out with a Hershey Kiss, right? So that's that's one. That would be a good choice. Um, biscotti, number four on the list. Now, do you know what biscotti is? Biscotti, I guess, is Italian for twice-baked. And because it's twice baked, not only is it uh, sort of uh, kind of a long, slender cookie, it's also very hard, which means it's durable and damaging. So I think that would be a good choice if you got to wing that at somebody. Uh, number three, and I think this is uh, pretty obvious, a snowflake cutout cookie. Now, you got your dough, you got your cookie cutter, right? And it's a snowflake. Think of that in your mind. Think of it as a ninja throwing star with sugar sprinkles. You just grab that by one of the the little, uh, I don't know what you call the the part of the snowflake. One of the, I don't know what you call that. Uh, A leaf? No, I I don't know. You just hold it and you wing it. Much like a ninja throwing star. You've got a really good chance of doing some damage to somebody. Uh, number two, gingerbread uh, gingerbread man cookies. And here's why. Um, lots of times, the gingerbread that I've encountered, pretty hard, right? Um, but he's also got two hands and two feet to assist. Right? So... <laughs> So if you find yourself in a physical conflict, it's like having a wingman. He's got a couple of fists. He's got a couple of feet. Think of Chuck Norris. He is the Chuck Norris of cookies. And uh, number one, and and this only applies, I I probably not just to me, but it's, it's a personal thing. My grandma's bourbon balls. My late grandma, she would make bourbon balls. And those bourbon balls were so hard, you would break a tooth. You could, you really could. And that would be like having a sack of rocks. Right? Some, you could just, sw- you know, fling them ac- across the room at somebody. They're hard. They would leave a mark. So those are my top five cookies that I would use in a, uh, in a conflict of some sort. I'm not saying you should because food ought not be used as a weapon. But in this case, okay, if you had to, that's what I would go for.
Rachel in Brookville. What's up, Rachel? Hi. Hey. I I think a snickerdoodle boomerang would be a great. <laughs> now, um, I know what a snickerdoodle is. It, somehow you're going to turn it into a boomerang. Yeah, just shape it differently. Just shape it different. Now, see, now that's not a bad idea. That's very, very clever, very creative, Rachel. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the great thing about a boomerang is that it's a weapon that comes back to you. Right. Yeah. Yes. You could knock somebody's teeth out with that. And and it could come back to you and knock you out. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. (laughs) What are you doing tomorrow for Thanksgiving, Rachel? I'm going to my sister's. Oh, and what are you taking with you? Are you bringing food? Were you asked to bring anything? Well, I provided her with a turkey. Oh, so you bought the turkey, dropped it off, and said, have your, have your way with her. Um, it was provided to me. Oh, okay, okay. okay. And I'm, I'm bringing green beans, casserole, and um, sweet potato casserole. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, my wife makes uh, green bean casserole. Uh, and I really like her green bean casserole. However, she is not a fan of mushrooms and does not put uh, cream of mushroom soup in her green bean casserole. Do you use cream of mushroom soup? Yes, I do. Yeah, see, I, I love my wife, but that's that's a problem. That's a problem. But I like to put ham in there. Ooh, ham. So it's it's green beans and ham. Okay. I don't know yeah. that I've ever had it with uh, with ham. You, p- of course, put the jerky onions on it. Yes, I do. Yeah, she get she always gets uh, at Thanksgiving. She gets two cans. She gets one can for the casserole and one can for me <laughs> because they really yeah. are hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Rachel. We'll have a great Thanksgiving, and I appreciate your uh, your suggestion. Okay. Thank you very much. You have a good Thanksgiving also. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. No, Todd, he's an alpaca. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny, on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7. Coming up after the news, I've got a current events quiz, and we've got a number, another pair of passes to give away for the Shadrach Christmas Wonderland. Going on at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds now through January 7th. Uh, Plus, I got a question about rock and roll feuds. I don't know if you saw this story, but Daryl Hall and John Oates apparently are suing each other, and they had to issue a restraining order. (laughs) Feuding rock stars. Uh, so that's all coming up uh, here shortly. Uh, just uh, one last thing on the uh, the issue of using cookies as weapons. Uh, we had a couple of people on the live stream make a couple of good suggestions. Uh, one, baklava, which is a cookie, and it's hard, and it's uh, it's very sharp. They're shards. That, that'll do some damage. You catch that upside of the cheek. 
And then somebody mentioned it's not technically a cookie, and it's it's not. But uh, if you find yourself in a uh, fisticuffs over the holiday, look for a bag of peanut brittle because <laughs> that that would do some damage for sure. What am I listening to now? What is this? The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. It's a radio show. It's entertainment. Coming up. T-O. Double D. H. Double L. S. T. I can remember that. Locally grown. Seriously funny. I'm puzzled by the whole thing. On WHIO. It's that time again. Something told me to turn on the radio. It's showtime! This is great. It's a nice break. This guy, Todd. Monday through Friday. Getting restless. Five to seven. All right, I'm listening. Let's start the show. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me now. 937-457-1290. Locally grown. Seriously funny. On WHIO. The bird of America has always been the bald eagle. But there's another feathered unsung hero too. Generation after generation given their all for the common good. Listen to the story, let the truth be understood. Eat me! I'm a turkey! In my heart, I'm red, white, and blue! Oh, eat me! I'm a turkey! A true American patriot through and through! One, two, three, four! Other birds just flip, flap, fly, and flutter From the toucan to the tiny parakeet not much meat. You can't stuff them with nuts, breadcrumbs, and butter. <laughs> so, chop off my head and then turn up the heat. Oh, my. <laughs> it is the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7. Thanksgiving Eve. By the way, one of the busiest nights for the bar industry. Everybody comes home, see their family, and they go hook up with their bros. (laughs) So if you're out there, uh, be careful tonight, okay? Uh, 937-457-1290. We have a current events quiz. If you would like to take the current events quiz... Give Austin, my uh, producer tonight, a call. 937-457-1290. We have passes for the Shadrack Christmas Wonderland at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds going on now uh, through January 7th. It's uh, it's a really cool thing. You'll get a car pass and you'll be able to load it up with your your kids and your neighbors and your family and your friends and your coworkers and whomever you might. Uh, But you can only take eight people. So you're going to have to choose. Somebody's going to have to be left at home. But uh, if you would like to win those passes uh, and take the current events quiz, uh, give Austin a call right now at 937-457-1290. Just be the fifth caller, and we will hook you up. Uh, let's talk to uh, Kevin in Piqua. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, how you doing, Todd? I'm doing well. Well, you inspired me last night. I did. How did how did I inspire you? That that hardly ever happens on this show. <laughs> Well, I 
started. You were talking about making a cheese it pie. Oh yeah, we had we had a caller at the end talk about how to make a cheese it pie using cheese its as the crust and you know things that you could do with it. Yeah. And I started thinking about it today, and I'm going up to Cleveland tomorrow. Okay. For this big family thing that we have up there every year. Right. And I thought, well, I'm going to make a cheese it pie. And I'm going to take it up there, and I'm going to see how the rest of the family reacts to it. Nice, nice. So I'll, 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 we're going to bake it tonight. We're going to go out to the store and get the stuff, and then I'll call you back on Monday or so and let you know how it turned out. Please do. I would love to. I would love to hear about it. And while you're there, you know, don't forget to mention that Dayton is the birthplace of the cheese it. Oh, I will. And then we have the Cheez-It statue uh, over at Carillon. And, of course, I am the the King Cheez-It. That's what I've been called. I've been been given that nickname, King Cheez-It. I will (laughs) will tell them all those things. I actually have some of my family that's actually from the Dayton area. I believe they're going to be there, too. Oh, cool. Uh, they may or may not listen to the show. I don't know. But. Well, here's a chance to, uh, you know, to share the, the story, the, sh- the yeah. gospel of the evening. Edge. It's like the whole thing. Right. you got the, the whole package here. It's the whole cheese it package right here, Kevin, for sure. <laughs> all right. Well, l- let me know how it goes. All right. Have a great I... Thanksgiving and be safe driving up there. Okay. You betcha. All right. Take care. We got Denise at Tip City. What's going on, Denise? Oh, hey, Todd. Hey. Hey, so I had a suggestion for a Thanksgiving song. It's a long one. Okay. But we would always listen listen to it when we were driving like an hour away to my brother-in-law's for Thanksgiving. Okay, hold on. Let me, let, can, give me one second here, okay? Sure, hold on. Sure. I'm, uh, I'm sort of getting a signal here. Let me think here. Hold on. Uh... Are you going to say Alice's Restaurant? Yes, I said that on the live feed. So. Oh, oh, there there you go. There you go. Yeah. You know, we tried to play that one year, and it was just too daggone long. It's very long. Yeah. It's very long. But yeah. we just laughed because we're listening to it in the car. <laughs> we just laughed the whole way, and we sing yeah. the chorus. I mean, you know, it's just we always made it a fun yeah. of a, at an event every year to listen to that song on Thanksgiving. Denise, can I ask you a question kind of off topic? Sure. So uh, I know you generally, you're not supposed to ask uh, women their age, but could you tell me, are you north or south of 50? North. Okay. Uh, Are you a fan of the Rolling Stones? I do like the Stones, yeah. I heard today that the Rolling Stones, you know, they've got a new album out, and they're going to be going on tour the first part of, uh, I guess, next year and into the summer. I know, that blows my mind. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And this is 100% true. Okay. The AARP is sponsoring the tour. <laughs> That's hysterical. 100%. And here's the best part. If you are a member of the AARP, yeah, you can buy tickets early when they go on sale. Wow. So they have come up with this clever way, I'm sure, to try to uh, boost the membership of AARP. And get people signed up so they can uh, hopefully buy tickets before everybody else to the Rolling Stones. That's isn't really, that crazy? I'm going to mention that to my husband too. Yeah. That's 
really funny. That's uh, I. That's the oddest thing I've heard in a long time. Is it really? It but it really makes is. it makes sense though. It makes sense. Let's be honest. These guys are uh, ancient, so they really they really know? are. Yeah, they really are. Uh, yeah, well, I haven't heard the new Beatles song yet, but I've heard it. Oh, you good. haven't? I haven't heard it yet. You haven't heard it? Hang on for a second. Hold on. Okay. Where? Hang on. Here we go. Listen to this. One, two. There's a little taste of it, okay? And I'm not going to play the okay. whole thing, but it's called Now okay. and Then. Now and Then, uh -huh. and you can find it uh, uh, on all the streaming channels, and I even think there's a video of it on YouTube. Wow. So it's it's wow. it's okay. really good. I, I enjoy it. I was surprised. Very surprised. Good. So, yeah. Good. Now, how much of that, I know that they, you know, some of the recordings were done by the actual people, but is... Like AI wise, how much of that is well, AI? Well, no, no, no. What they did, what what they did for when they used AI is they used AI to clean up a demo cassette of that song that John Lennon had recorded many, many years ago. And oh, they okay. and it, but the problem was is the quality was so bad that they couldn't really do anything with it. But AI has allowed them to go into that uh, to that tape, if you will, that that uh, you know that uh, yeah, the yeah, the, yeah that file and clean it all up. So they wow. cleaned it up and then they brought his voice up. Uh, they used some of uh, George Harrison's guitar because they did have a session to try to do this song, but it just never got done, and they just couldn't they couldn't do it because of the the issues uh, the quality issues. So. Right. You know, Ringo's uh, singing on it and playing on it. Uh, Paul is is playing and singing on it. He also plays a couple of the guitar parts where they had to fill in that, you know, George hadn't done while he was still uh -huh. alive. But all four Beatles are on it, 100%. Cool. So cool. they used AI for good and not evil. That's so nice to hear. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to check yeah. it out. Check it out. It's on, uh, like I said, it's on YouTube, okay? I will do that. I appreciate it. Thanks, Todd. Sure. Have a great uh, Thanksgiving, Denise. Thank you. You sure too. Thing. Yeah. Uh, Adrian in Springboro. What's going on, Adrian? Hello. How are you? Good. You want to take the current events quiz? Yes, sir. Let's get oh it going. God. Listen, everybody. It's the Evening Edge current events quiz. I have to make this one quick. Can you answer the question? I bet you think you're I got smart, a little huh? long-winded there. Here's your host, <laughs> Todd Host. Thank you very much, Norm Kelly. Current events quiz brought to you by Abbey Road Chimney Services. Got a leaky chimney? Call Abbey Road Chimney Services. 937-833-0505 or online at abbeyroadchimneysweeps.com. Uh, you are playing, Adrian, for a car pass to Shadrach's Christmas Wonderland at Montgomery County Fairgrounds now through January 7th. And I'm assuming you know how to play the current events quiz. Uh, yes, sir. You always pick. There you go. All right. Question number one, and this is all a sports-related uh, current events quiz. Uh, golfer Roy, Roy, blah, 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 blah. Golfer Roy, Rory McIlroy 
made a one-in-a-million shot last week when his tee shot landed where? A, a spectator's cup of beer, B, a bird nest in a pine tree, or C, a woman's lap who was sitting in the grass near the green? I'm going to go with C. You got it. I don't know how you score that. And do you have to play play the ball where it lays? Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. All right, here's question number two. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes recently revealed he's worn what item in every single game he's played in over the last six years? Is it A, a lace garter belt, B, a nipple ring, or C, the same pair of red underwear that isn't always washed between games? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with C. You got it. I'd hate to be at the locker next to him. You know, when you're getting ready for the game. That's that. Absolutely. Is that the new cologne from Mahomes? <laughs> All right, here's question number three. WWE wrestler, champion, boxer, and YouTuber and actor Logan Paul recently said that he often wears his WWE title belt while A, wearing his tux and attending formal affairs, B, doing yard work to show it off to his neighbors, or C, while having sex. Uh, I guess uh, the answer would be C. You got it. And apparently the WWE caught wind of this and told him to stop wearing the belt during sex. Which it makes sense to me, right? Well, congratulations. You are the winner. Adrian, hang on the line. We'll get your details, all right? Okay, thank you very much. Have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, 937-457-1290 is the number. What am I listening to now? What is this? The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. It's a radio show. It's entertainment. Fill it up. T-O. Double D. H. Double L. S-T. I can remember that. Locally grown. Seriously funny. I'm puzzled by the whole thing. On WHIO. Is there a reason you don't want to go to the dance? Like... A Todd reason? The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny, on WHIO. Sit back down and shut your trap. It's time for mail call. Message for you, son. You should see a fan mail. You got a message. I got you, lad. Amazing what you can accomplish by mail. Congratulations, Skippy. You've got mail. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 5 to 7, we do have some mail. If you'd like to shoot me an email, eveningedgetodd at gmail.com, or you can send me a message on instant uh, or on uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Evening Edge Todd. Uh, hey, Todd, I've been listening to your show for a long time and appreciate the break from all the angry politics. I love your Florida Man stories, and I'm sure you're aware of the Florida Man show on Netflix. Yeah. It was a series. I thought it was going to be, when I first heard him talk about this, I thought it was going to be like a, kind of like a news show. You know, I was thinking, uh, like, uh, think Inside Edition, and all they did was uh, carry uh, carry stories about Florida man, Florida woman crimes. I thought that would be fun. You know, it's like every week, here's two or three crazy stories. And maybe they'd reenact them, but no, this was like a uh, actual, uh, like a drama. So I wasn't, I watched a couple episodes, wasn't interested. Uh, But uh, he continues here. I'm not sure if they stole your idea for the show, but I came across another show you may have inspired. It's called Exposed Naked Crimes, and it's on Hulu. Clearly, you were way ahead with your naked news. (laughs) I think you need to start doing your own TV show and stop giving these other shows all the good ideas. 
Uh, love your show. Keep it up. Jack and Huber Heights. I had not heard that, uh, and he sent a picture. And, yeah, it's uh, exposed, naked crimes. Cameras catch. <laughs> what does that say? Cameras catch dangerous and bizarre crimes committed in the nude. Well, that right there is naked news in a nutshell. So, no, I don't think they stole the idea. I just think it's a good idea, and that's why I do naked news. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Be of good cheer and call me. Call me now. Call me. He's laughing at us right on the radio. The least we could do is get him on the radio and talk to him. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holtz. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. I am a turkey bird. I live a turkey life. I got me 13 turkey kids and a little turkey wife. I eat a little corn, then wander around the pen. Have a drink of water, then it's corn again. Puffing my feathers out, pecking on the ground. Come on, check me out. I'm strutting all around. Dangly noodle hangy thing, growing off my face. Looking good, only thing to say is bloop. My big brother Jake, he always was a smarty. He said when November ends, we're going to a party. Going to a party, I'll be the guest of honor. Where they will present to me a red pop-up thermometer. I had a dream, all the good china. I like cranberries, light some candles. Pass me the rutabaga. Any more corn? Feeling kind of sleepy. You know I ate too much, and yo, I'm stuffed. Bloop, 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 Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7, by request. From the live stream, somebody wanted to hear Haywood Banks. I met him years and years and years ago. He came to a little radio station I was working at in Xenia. Somewhere there's a picture. He came into the studio. And believe it or not, I was wearing a conehead uh, mask and cape. I don't know why. I don't remember what was happening that day. But the picture of uh, me and Haywood, and I'm wearing a conehead uh, get up, as they say. I, uh, I mentioned this uh, earlier in the show that there is a uh, story out there about um, the duo of Hall and Oates. Apparently, they're on the outs. This, of course, one of their uh, big hits from, uh, this was like 81, 82, I think. Well, they are uh, in court. Suing each other. They, uh, I guess there's some sort of uh, issue. Uh, It has to do with a contract and debt. And Daryl Hall is suing John Oates. The lawsuit was filed November 16th in Nashville, Tennessee. 
And the next day, and I'd be curious to know what this really means. Because when you see the headline, you think, wow, this is really sort of degenerated into some sort of issue. <laughs> you know, physical, maybe? Could it be? I don't know. But it might also just be some sort of legal term. Like, you know, keeping John Oates away from, I don't know, whatever, whatever the legal documents. I have no idea. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, but the following day, the court officially issued a temporary restraining order against John Oates. So it begs the question, like, was there some sort of altercation? Because rock stars and feuds go hand in hand, right? They just go hand in hand. Um, Daryl Hall and John Oates, they were uh, songwriters. Uh, obviously, they went into the Songwriter Hall of Fame. 2003, uh, they went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in two, 2014, and the last time they played together was in 2021. But they are uh, they are not uh, working with each other, and I guess they're not even talking to each other at this point. And I got thinking about uh, some of the other classic rock feuds over the years, and there's a bunch of them. I sat down. I tried to put together this list. Uh, Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. Now, that was a big one. That was a huge, huge conflict. And, you know, it became very personal because they were romantically involved. Wasn't just like two, uh, two people who uh, got tired of uh, dealing with each other's nonsense. For example, one of my favorite bands of all time, Oasis. Liam and Noel Gallagher. Oh, my gosh. Throwing guitars at each other, you know, and they're brothers. So already there's there's this, you know, deep-seated connection. It's not just some sort of creative partner. It's your brother. So that makes it even more, uh, you know, emotional and alarming. Of course, uh, Van Halen. Everybody in Van Halen against everybody in Van Halen is really, really what it is, right? I mean, at, at, at one time, it was Eddie and David Lee Roth didn't like each other. They were each other's, uh, you know, at odds with each other. Then it became David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar against each other because Sammy took over and became the lead singer of Van Halen. And then it became... Sammy against Eddie. And then it became Michael Anthony against Eddie and Alex Van Halen, his brother, the drummer in the band. And now <laughs> Sammy is going out on tour with Michael Anthony, the bass player from Van Halen, along with John Bonham, drummer, and Joe Satriani, who's going to be sort of playing the guitar parts of Eddie Van Halen. And the tour is called The Best of Both Worlds. So they're going to be playing Van Halen music, Van Hagar music, and I'm, I'm assuming the music from John Bonham and Joe Satriani. So now there's gonna there's a conflict that is, is furthered because David Lee Roth not happy with the fact that Sammy's going out and playing Van Halen music. Uh, also, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, 
I think they kind of have an on-again, off-again thing, from what I understand. You know, Garfunkel is a little outspoken, kind of uh, marches to the beat of his own drum, and I think that at times that kind of turned uh, Paul Simon off. But then again, Paul Simon had a great solo career, continues to have a solo career. I don't know that Garfunkel really had a had much of a musical solo career. I think he tried, but he's also an artist. So uh, Axl Rose and Slash, I think everybody has issues with Axl Rose. Now, this is one that I had forgotten about. Michael Jackson and Prince. So apparently, uh, one of Prince's uh, albums... I forget which one it was. Might have, I don't know if it was 1999. I don't think it was. I think this was like maybe a late 70s album. But apparently they came, his album and Michael Jackson's Off the Wall came out within a month of each other. So there was this immediate sort of competition. And uh, Michael Jackson said some things about Prince, and Prince said some things about Michael Jackson, and it was just this back and forth. But I had forgotten about that. Uh, one famous one, of course, if you are a, uh, a fan of Pink Floyd, Roger Waters, David Gilmore, that was a big, uh, big thing. Um, Mariah Carey and J-Lo. <laughs> Apparently there's a riff there. Now, I remember this one because of what he did at one of the award shows. And I can't remember if it was the Grammys or a VMA or what it was or the People's Choice or whatever. It was a music deal. Remember, Taylor Swift was on stage. She had won an award. She was accepting the award. And Kanye West walks up on stage, takes the mic, and essentially says, no, Taylor Swift shouldn't have won. It was should have been this other person. I don't know who. I can't remember who he was talking about. Maybe uh, Alicia Keys. Could that be it? I'm not sure. But that caused a big uh, sort of uh, to-do. And then I remember this one uh, very specifically because in the late 90s when I was working at the alternative radio station in town, uh, the Smashing Pumpkins were were huge and then in the early i think early 2000s there was sort of a break between billy corgan who is the lead singer and really started uh the, Sp the smashing pumpkins and wrote most of their music if not all of it uh that became a huge feud and then i guess he would go out on tour and not take any of the other members of uh the smashing pumpkins so it was just a weird but that's one of those things. It's like when you are in a band, and I've only been in one band in my life, and we were a cover band, and we we weren't around very long. But um, when you're in a real hardcore band, and you've put everything on the line, you know, your life and everything, your creativity, man, oh man, those emotions run deep. And it is like a family. And much like uh, families, there's going to be infighting at times. But unlike a family, you can just kick them to the curb. <laughs> you know? I guess you could still do that to family members. But when you're in a band and you're not related to them, it's easier to do. It's like a business deal.
And that's what uh, that's what Daryl Hall recently said about John Oates. Because he was on the uh, Bill Maher uh, podcast, uh, Club Random, which you can see it on YouTube. And apparently um, Bill Maher referred to John Oates as Daryl's partner. And he said, what are you saying? He's not, he's my business partner. He's not my creative partner. So, I mean, it's, it's running deep there, running deep. But rock and roll uh, feuds, endlessly entertaining, though, right? Because after all, it's just rock and roll. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 931290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Where's Todd? I mean, he should be back by now. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny, on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 5 to 7. A shout-out to the number of people who just messaged me and said, it's Jason Bonham, not John Bonham. I just misspoke. I had it written right in front of me. I just misspoke. I said John instead of Jason. It happens, you know. But thank you for correcting me. And also, the uh, the singer that uh, Kanye West got on the stage and ripped the mic from Taylor Swift's hands uh, to promote the fact that he thought that Beyonce should have won whatever the VMA award was that particular year in that particular category. So, anyway. Uh, I've been putting this story off all week, not because I wanted to. I just didn't get to it. And uh, it's important that I mention this. Not only is Friday Black Friday, but it's also Brown Friday. And it comes from Roto-Rooter. And this is, this is actually a thing. I guess people in the plumbing industry refer to the day after Thanksgiving as Brown Friday. Friday, because that's when they get more calls than any other day of the year. Uh, And it's not a myth. They say uh, Thanksgiving is the busiest day of the year. Uh, They're at America's largest provider of plumbing, Roto-Rooter. And here's what they say. Uh, Never pour fats or cooking oils down drains. They solidify in pipes. Instead, wipe grease from pots and uh, paper towels with paper towels and throw in the trash. Uh, avoid putting stringy, fibrous, and starchy waste in the garbage disposal. Poultry skin, celery, fruit, and potato peels, for example, cannot be sufficiently broken down. Make sure the disposal is running when you put the food in. Don't wait until it's on or full to turn it on. Uh, For homes hosting weekend guests, it's a good idea to wait 10 minutes between showers to slow drains uh, so they have have time to do their their job so take a little break between showers (laughs) never flush cotton balls swabs hair or wet naps or wet wipes down a toilet they don't dissolve i ran into that problem a year or so ago uh and try to address any plumbing uh, problems before the holiday guests arrive and most importantly don't put bones down your disposal so there you go. You don't want to make a call on Friday, on Black Friday. You want to be out shopping, not at home dealing with Brown Friday as your basement is flooded.
Have a terrific Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you on Monday. That's it. I'm pulling the plug. You know what? I'm done. Well, is that it? Is that all? Oh, that's fine. Show's over, ladies. Not bad, huh? Will you get an A for effort? Good night, sweet punch. Peace out, Clea. See you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Good night, everybody. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.